And then I said, supposing you brought the light inside the body, you can, which you can do, either through the skin or... Just when you thought 2020 couldn't get any more bizarre... Back down with what's called murder hornets, reported in the U.S. for the first time. And it tells of a near-future patriarchal society called Gilead, uh, in which the rights of women have been virtually erased. My gosh! The Pentagon declassifying three videos of what they're calling unexplained aerial phenomena. There's a whole fleet of them. Look on the ASA. There's like Look at that thing. It's rotating. What looks to be a case of real-life X-Files, mm -hmm. ladies and gentlemen. Ahmaud Arbery, who's African-American, is seen running on a Sunday afternoon. McMichael, the retired Glen County police officer, and his son Travis grab a handgun and a shotgun. Both armed, Travis fires a shotgun and kills Arbery. Do I even need to say it at this point? You heard it. 2020 has gotten off to such a roaring start that Carol Baskins wants to feed her new husband to it. Heaven oh, help man, us. that's the truth. <laughs> right? Heaven help us. I, I think I may owe you all an apology. And we are just on the fourth episode here at Heaven Help Us. And I said a couple of weeks ago that eh, this isn't the end times, and I made a pretty good case for it, but I, th I think I may have been wrong, Amy. I mean, you might have spoken too soon, Vince. I, I, I don't know what to say, but I think we should just keep an eye on it. It's just to be determined is what yeah. the status sh I'm, should be. I mean, I'm not sure that I can take that much more of 2020. To think yeah. we're almost halfway through, and it's been chock full of crazy stuff. 2020 is is the worst. I mean, every year we go, this is the year for the best things, and it's mm -hmm. just the worst things. So, yep. ever since 2016. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a, a steady, steady decline. <laughs> yeah, we'll figure it out together because this is, heaven help us, the irreverent podcast at the intersection of faith, pop culture, and politics. I am... One of your hosts, Vince. And I'm Amy. And today we're going to talk about proof that God actually created aliens. Yep. The Handmaid's Tale, because nobody seems to notice. And, hmm. of course, Ahmad Arbery. Yeah. There's a uh, lot going on, Vince. We got, there, a, we got a packed conversation. There is a lot going on. Some of this will be very, very hard to hear and listen to, but we hope you'll stick with us. But first, we're just going to go through a couple of news items this week. Uh, as you heard in the intro, um, coronavirus is here, but now the next phase of the apocalypse is happening, and it's happening in the form of murder hornets. Have you heard about this, Amy? I have, and I've what I've heard is a little bit terrifying. Have you heard how big they are? I've seen how big they are, in fact. They are very big. I used to, um, you know, I'm from the backwoods in Texas, and I've seen some pretty big hornets. I, I that those murder hornets are scary. They yeah. they are unbelievable. Just uh, I am trying to picture them and you know facing off with the poor little honeybees that are so vital to our survival, and oh. it's just like a bug's life all over again. <laughs> it's a bug's life. It actually is a bug's life all over again. But it's my the bee apocalypse rated R. <laughs> definitely. This is like, and not something that we really need right now. Oh, definitely not. I mean, they if you guys have seen any of the the video of these things, they 
they run up on Solo. They run up Solo on whole beehives, start decapitating the bees, roll, crunch their heads up into little balls, and then they fly them back to their colonies and feed them to their homies. I like, know why they call it murder hornets now, because that yeah. sounds premeditated to me. It does. And not only are they murdering other bees, they're murdering humans too, because I think 50 people so far in, in counting have died, in, at least in wow. China. And now they're here in the U.S. Well, Hi. welcome, murder hornets. <laughs> no, you're not welcome. <laughs> to the Please already leave. existing crisis that yeah. you're just going to pile on top of. Why? Why? <laughs> so, but but the murder hornet is just, I mean, it just shows up again. It's like, okay, we had a pestilence and now we're, uh, and we've had a plague and now here comes some murder hornet pestilence. And I, I just heard that at least in the, in the DMV area, there's a plague of locusts on the way in, uh, in yes. June. Yep, the, the 17 year cicadas are what? headed this direction. What is this nonsense? What is well, that? You know, every 17 years they come out and it's just, you know, they hibernate for that long. Yeah. And then they just oh. appear out of the depths of the ground. In 2020, now they can't wait another year. No, I mean, they probably looked at the, you know, looked at their watches and said, oh, 2020, uh, now's the 2020. time. Yep, they got their Mayan calendars out and said, you guys were wrong. It's not 2000, it's 2020. And now we got bona fide authentic I, aliens. I did hear about the aliens. So I, I saw this a few, actually a few years ago, and I hate to be the the, uh, the hipster in the room, but I sure, saw this sure. before it was cool. Um, that uh, I when it was leaked by, I can't, what was that band? God, I can't remember which band member did it, but it was some famous band guy who did it. And he leaked the video. Um, you see the video of this object that literally is going super fast, and then all of a sudden just stops. And then it, and then it, then it rotates in midair, just rotates. Yep. And then they run up on another object, and um, then it's like a forty. He said it's a forty-foot object. It's just sitting in the middle of the air, and then he says there's a whole fleet of them. And then so crazy, crazy. And so now I don't know if it's angels or aliens. I don't know, but it's definitely real. So and then lastly, a lot of people I don't know how this is flying under the radar. Meanwhile, have you you've heard about this new treatment for the coronavirus that, that is proven to be a little bit effective called remdesivir? Have you heard no, about I have this? not. Do tell. So there's this. It's not a cure. It's just a treatment that helps people get over the symptoms of coronavirus quick more faster than if you didn't have anything okay. so it's the only thing so far although there's a lot of clinical trials out there this one has been proven to be effective but do you sure. have any guesses do you have any guesses to the name of the company that has made this i have no blessed clue it's called gilead it is not. <laughs> it's called Gilead. <laughs> the company is called Gilead. Like the Gilead from Handmaid's Tale, this could be it. Ooh, Wake that up, me, sheeple. Like, a little bit of chills right there. I know. And that you is... should be. You're a woman. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes. Confession. I had yeah. to stop watching that show. Oh, I did too. <laughs> I did. I stopped. Even I stopped watching The Handmaid's Tale. But look, this is where they invent a perfect cure and they leverage it to gain absolute power, Ooh. which will lead to war. And then... And then the eventual takeover of totalitarian patriarchy that will decree it's the coronavirus is God's judgment on mankind, but they are the ultimate cure. But in return for giving us that cure, they will demand that women return to their traditional roles as homemakers. Mm -hmm. And OMG, what are we going to do? It's happening even now. I am I am so not on board for that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna peace out and check you later. Amy, Amy. Amy. They're ration. They are now rationing the drug remdesivir. May the Lord open. Oh boy. Twenty twenty, y'all. That is. I'm just saying. Just too too coincidental for uh, for comfort, right there. I I don't even know. I mean, now like that story is buried because of all the other stuff that's going on. But I, I mean, think it's not like there's other things going on this week at all. Nah, nah. I mean, you know who knows, but. The bottom line is that we should, me and you, should band together and keep an eye on Gilead. Yes, I am. I am going to put a, a Google News alert on <laughs> so that I can keep tabs on this because. Yes, I will. Well, I, I fear the direction that we're headed. Ladies and gentlemen, heaven help us. We'll be posting uh, updates about Gilead on our website. Because you need to be informed, okay? Mm -hmm. It's coming, and we all need to know. May the Lord open. Yep, and we're we're here for it to make sure that you know what's going on. That's right. Heaven help us is here for the people. Um, all right, enough shenanigans. Uh, it's time for us to make a bit of a strange pivot, but we will navigate this nonetheless. As you guys know, Ahmad Aubrey um, was gunned down uh, in a vicious, evil racist attack and there are is a lot of outrage from all walks of life up and down the political spectrum because this is not at all a political issue right no. so though some are actually trying to make it that way this is an issue about life and about the value of life and humanity and fairness and justice and it's also about um racism and uh i I, yep. you know, I don't, I never invite tragedies like this, but these tragedies continue to shine a light on the disparities that plague our country. Um, mm -hmm. So the outrage comes from not just from the brazen attack, but from the fact that these guys, up until we all found out, they were just walking free. Um, and now the McMichaels are finally under arrest after the DA tried to use the pandemic as an excuse not to arrest them. Um, <laughs> I, I get all the legalese. I get all the legal eagles out there trying to make the case that a grand jury, blah, 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 blah. Don't care. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I do not care one little bit about that. All I care about is that no. an, an, a, an innocent black man was gunned down needlessly in the middle of a street in broad daylight yes. so yes. what do you think about it so far um i mean from the first minute i heard the story it really shook me um 
I I am white, for those of you who don't know. What? <laughs> Are you kidding um, me? <laughs> I know, right? Oh. Um, and every time a story like this like comes to public knowledge, it just, it really shakes me and traumatizes me because it could have been it could have been you it could have been my husband it could have been any number of my friends who lost their life because someone because honestly because someone was racist uh-huh. and because someone perceived something or saw something that they filled in the gaps based on um you know circumstances imaginary things well, and ima- imaginary circumstances yes no, yeah i mean he was living his life. Yeah. Well, and... well. Um, so, Amy, now that the the story is is changing, mm-hmm. the story is changing so fast, and I, it is. I wish, By the day. I wish we had, yeah, I wish we had done a show earlier on this and gotten a show out because I had originally written down in my notes, alluding to the point that of a scenario. What if there was a scenario where we did find out that Ahmad Aubrey was going into houses and looking around and doing whatever. I wrote in my notes a few days ago um, that I can hear, like, in the echoes of my mind, Fox News and other defenders of the McMichaels would start digging into the victim's past to find out, find a way to blame him for his own Mm -hmm. murder. I mean, so then that that begs the question, do facts like that of what he was doing or what he wasn't doing, does that actually matter when it comes to him dying? Well, well, wouldn't you know it? um, Video actually has surfaced Mm -hmm. of uh, him going into a house that was, I think, under construction, I think, and of him being seen also running away from the scene after a neighbor came out and spotted mm-hmm. him he started started running down the street right and i'm not sure whether that neighbor was the mcmichaels i don't think it was but it could mm-hmm. have been but i don't think it was i think that they passed their information to someone else the mcmichaels got wind of it they saw ahmed aubrey running down the street and they tried to do a citizen's arrest which by the way is a racist law in itself and should probably be done away mm-hmm. with but what it's also the reason why from the beginning i was like i don't care for this whole running 2.23 miles thing because i didn't think we had all the facts sure in place um i understand that everybody thinks he was jogging and i'm not necessarily disputing that but there is video evidence real or not uh, you can't believe anything these nope. days with the deep fake possibility. True. Not saying that this is deep fake, <laughs> but, <laughs> but geez, you never I mean, know. it's like, what can you possibly, you never know, right? This is crazy again, because I wrote in my notes a few days ago that I also don't care. <laughs> I don't care if, uh, if he was robbing houses. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't care that. He didn't rob houses. Mm -hmm. I don't care about the circumstances leading up to any of it. I don't Mm -hmm. care. Uh, The bottom line is that Hillbilly 1 said to Hillbilly number 2, let's get our guns and go out and get that some Mm -hmm. bitch. And um, 
you you know what happened next. They play judge, jury, and executioners. Yeah. And I don't. And I mean, in a matter of no. minutes, they played all of those roles. Yeah. In a matter of minutes, they played all of those roles. You know, they're going to protest that they didn't know if he was armed or not. He wasn't. Mm-hmm. They are going to protest that they saw him break a law. We don't know if they did. And and even um, if he did, did the law that he break, does that have a death sentence associated with does it? Does it have a death sentence? Exactly. Should should he be dead because of mm-hmm. it? The answer is no. Right. Yeah. So, um, have you heard anything from? Because we're a faith based show, we have to ask a question. Have you heard anything from Christians talking about this subject? I have actually, um, and I am very happy to say that the large majority of what I've heard has been positive. Um, I've yeah. seen a lot of really encouraging posts um particularly from pastors um a lot of pastors who i know you know try to stay away from posting about a lot of current event things or things that are remotely political or you know the whatever's happening in the world um a lot of them have been posting a lot and talking about talking about racism and talking about justice and it's been really encouraging for me to see that and to hear that because there have been times where there has just been silence. Um, I'm also yeah. happy to say that I've heard from a lot of, cause I, when, unfortunately this is not the first time something like this has happened. And so unfortunately there is, you know, a pattern of communication. There's a pattern of posting on social media and generally speaking, huh. the patterns... Oh, we're going to get into that. <laughs> um, generally, the pattern starts with black people um, speaking up oh, yeah. first and posting first and th- saying things first. And this is yeah. the first time perhaps ever that I've seen as much representation from my, you know, fellow white people Um like speaking publicly about it and so that has been um really encouraging for me because i unfortunately situations like this have been met with silence in the past which i don't exactly think is good it took me uh, a little bit to be able to find the words to post something and to speak out i mean my husband and i had had many conversations about it um and i've had conversations with people on the phone or over Zoom chats. Um, it took me a while to post on social uh-huh. media just because I like I didn't have the words. I couldn't get it out. I was just overwhelmed right. with so much emotion. There has been a little bit of the bad. Um, <laughs> very, <laughs> I'm thankful that it's a small amount <laughs> in my community. Yeah. I, um, uh, at this point, there's it's it's an open secret at this point, but there is a, a, a Facebook group called. Christians against Google, CAG. Oh no, I have not heard uh, and this. on the oh, on the front page, they have a new. Uh, they have reformed the whole page, and it's now. Um, it says it's called "Seeking Justice for the oh, McMichaels." Goodness gracious! And it and it has thirty seven thousand members Stop. in it. No. So uh-uh. uh, yeah. And I don't know whether it's real or not. Whether we're being trolled by some Russian bots or something, Perhaps, but but. That there's now a visible connection between the hillbilly murder family mm-hmm. and Christians yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, and secular audiences now are having a field day with oh, it. Oh, I believe uh, it. I, oh, absolutely. And um, I even saw 
one guy post <laughs> while one guy he was trying to flex his misguided sense of intellectual superiority using statistics <laughs> to try to say <laughs> that the left had an agenda and that we should only be paying attention to statistics and the facts mm -hmm. where more white people have been killed by uh, black people than the opposite. Uh, and um, uh. <laughs> I know, gag. My immediate rebuttal is um, that um, those aren't facts. Nope. And, <laughs> and when, especially when you look at the arc of history uh, in the United States and since its discovery that m -m millions of people of color have been mm -hmm. killed directly or and indirectly yeah. by the causes and by white people by white people mm -hmm. um and uh, uh and also i <laughs> i haven't seen a a black man kill a white person and get away with nope. it since oj no <laughs> <laughs> uh you know um so i haven't seen a black person kill a white person and get away with it before oj nope so trust me when i say this when black people commit crimes and they're held accountable yeah. for it right yeah there's they are held justice swift mm -hmm. the fastest yep. they're held overly accountable mm -hmm. they're in fact in most situations there's too much accountability <laughs> you know <laughs> over overwhelmingly so, amount of uh accountability yeah. Yeah, if we were looking at statistics, we should see how many black people were brought to justice versus white people. Yeah. So whenever, I mean, whenever black people sneeze wrong, they are prosecuted and brought mm -hmm. to justice, thrown in jail. And these McMichaels, the murder, the murder, hillbilly murderers, are until until just the other day, they were walking free, going mm -hmm. drinking Coronas on their back porch, eating barbecue, yep. getting fat. Yep. You know, they were walking as free men and possibly nothing if we didn't see the video who knows nothing may have and happened that's the, that's the scary question is how how long would it have gone on if if we didn't see the video i mean i did i did read that yeah. you know they're the you know good folks in georgia who are in charge of all of these things are saying that the public outrage had nothing to do with their decision to finally arrest them but at the same time like how long was it going to be swept under the rug who knows yeah yeah who knows and again it was under the guise of the pandemic and the grand jury and blah 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 mm -hmm. blah. but what disturbs me going back to the posts and the christians on social media representing this is the for the from the bad ones is the distinct lack of empathy and sense of justice coming from christians yes. is alarming yes. um because that is as anti anti-christian and anti-christ as it gets in yes. in and that's the fact and, that's bible yeah <laughs> and i i mean i honestly had this experience this week because uh someone that i'm friends with on facebook had posted you know a commentary video about the new video that was released talking about how you know the the laws the way that they are in georgia um and the way that they are typically interpreted means that the mcmichaels are probably not going to actually get convicted by anything and because of all these facts of him actually gone into the house and so on it it, it went on for a long time so i which could very much which happen. it could that's, well, I, that I, is the reality i anticipate i actually anticipate mm -hmm. these guys uh getting yeah. off um and and unfortunately there's going to be 
violence right. in the yeah. streets. It's going to get bad. Uh, maybe the maybe the pandemic will keep that from happening, but wow. <laughs> but maybe not. Yeah. Um, so I, I simply asked, and this is this is someone on Facebook who has expressed extraordinarily uh, conservative political views in the past and support for Donald Trump huh. and so on. And yeah. um, I commented simply with the question of what is your intention in, in posting this to give her an opportunity to kind of, you know, express her perspective. <laughs> and so she responded and um, kind of gave the explanation of, you know, like, I appreciate his perspective. You know, he's a cop. And so he has that professional um, perspective and, you know, the facts are important and, and all this stuff. And so I responded and basically said, like, you know, even if he's right, should like, doesn't that mean something needs to change, like society wise? Because clearly uh, hell yes. got Amen. a death sentence for a non-proven, you know, non-violent crime. And now we're looking at these men who, you know, executed someone because of a non-proven non-violent crime they might get to walk away with their lives and no consequence and i was not met with empathy even when i said you know like my my husband goes out on a daily basis and i fear for his life and so on i was met with a thank you for your opinion <laughs> yeah and i you know she's a christian and you know we used to go to church together and i would really hope that like being someone who knows me or at least knew me a few years ago in person that there would be more empathy for my perspective instead of a you know cold like thank you for your opinion but i'm shutting it down now yeah um there's a lot to unpack on that uh i don't want to get too deep into it but the bottom line is that people people form um opinions Mm -hmm. and and beliefs and then they come up with rationales or reasons to support those beliefs Mm -hmm. rather than coming up rather than looking at facts and then making a judgment call right so so you're what happens is people will take anything and twist it to what they want right exactly um, rather than trying to rather than have an objective to change their mind exactly but that's Everyone pretty much has that problem. White people have it worse. But um, <laughs> I can't deny. <laughs> everyone it. has that problem. Yeah, the tribal, the 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 white Christian tribalism mm-hmm. is strong in America. So um, they'll do anything to defend it. There's there's very little interest in um, changing of minds right. and hearts, and that's um, really tragic because. That's literally what Jesus asks us mm-hmm. to do every day. Right? Yeah. <laughs> You're supposed to die to your every die to yourself, exactly. die to your flesh. Yeah. You know, surrender your yourself to Christ and have him ask him to change your mind. I want so here's here's here is a good tip for my white brothers and sisters. Wait, okay? wait on me. However here all right, here we go. You're you're the test. You're the you're the you're the petri dish okay here's what you need to do okay mm-hmm. however you begin to process this process it from a place especially i'm really just talking about my brethren right brothers and sisters in christ however you begin to process this uh process it from a place of humility as opposed to the post i described and what and what amy described a minute ago that was posted from a place of defense mm-hmm. It wasn't posted from a place of trying to understand. So as opposed to doing that, I'm about to read a very, very, 
a, a post from a very, very white <laughs> man I know, but I'm making that a point to say that here's what he said. I, I don't have all the answers nor presume to know the solution, but I do know that this must not be tolerated. I do know that it is my responsibility to examine my own heart and ask God to reveal any areas where bias may exist. I do know. Yeah, it's awesome. I do know that it is is my responsibility to speak out when injustice is revealed. I do know that it is my responsibility to be willing to listen and learn from those in my life whose experiences and perspectives are different than my Mm -hmm. own. And the part that the whole thing is it's a really long thread but the the one thing i want to focus on is what he said is my responsibility to examine my own heart and ask god to reveal in me any areas where bias may mm-hmm. exist if you truly want change ask god to do an audit on your mm-hmm. heart and weed out bias where it exists it's true. and see what happens yeah cuz you i mean you don't know what you don't know right and yeah i mean it, White people don't know. (laughs) The absence of evidence is not the evidence of absence. (laughs) I think I think that's so good because it's so true that we need we need Jesus to reveal things even in our own selves and our own hearts because you know I was raised in one way in one household in one family with one experience. And that means that I have blind spots. It means that there are things that I haven't experienced and but I don't know what I haven't experienced. I I find right. out by listening to other people, by doing a life with other people. And, you know, I love what he said about um like asking God to help examine your own heart because I mean that that's where you're gonna start uncovering. That's when you're gonna be open. Yeah to actually hearing and internalizing what other people are saying. Um, yeah, I'd, um, I I plan on talking about this. Uh, we plan on talking about this again next week, not this case, but just race in general. But um, uh, Pastor Robert Morris in Texas has sort of testimony where he talks about how he did this. He asked God to examine, you know, what was going on in his heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and then... Uh, and he said, God, I'll do anything for you. And it was, I'm, I'm paraphrasing. It was, I'll do anything for you, God. And uh, God, God said, anything? He's like, anything for you, God. <laughs> and then he said, he said, God said, well, uh, your daughter's going to marry a black man. Boom! <laughs> and he was like, oh, now hold on, God. I didn't mean... I didn't mean air anything now. I mean anything but that. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. <laughs> and he said right then and there, he was like, Oh man. Oh man, the Lord spoke to him and, and he had to do a full like 180 that turn. That is amazing. Repented and all that stuff and all that good stuff and long story short. Sure enough, his daughter married a black man. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. Then, thank God he was ready for it well, whenever 20-something years later. Well, I do not want to imagine what that would have been like if he had not sought the Lord's help on that topic. <laughs> Girl, I got stories for you. Just wait. <laughs> Just wait. So he did it. 
and he's a Texas he's a Texas Bama man. He's a country mofo. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I I if he can do it, anybody it's can so do true. it. Okay, anybody. It's so true. So I I really ask, you know, I ask you brothers and sisters to do that. Examine, ask God to do an audit on you, and then bring bring up what happened with your family and your church and your friends and and ask them to do the same don't do it through social media yes. i know you're social daily distancing right now but try to find a way to mention these in conversations mm-hmm. amongst yourselves without trying to involve um like don't try to like have bring in a black person to bring it to tell you all the answers yes. um agreed uh, you know oh you i know. know oh i know <laughs> you know <laughs> <laughs> I sure do. So (laughs) then, so then, when good solutions are presented, whether in a broad view or in your personal life, um, though you may be inconvenienced, white person, consider supporting those solutions. Though you may be inconvenienced, (laughs) I really mean that because white people and people of color have been inconvenienced and continue to be inconvenienced on your behalf mm-hmm. for centuries. Far too long. For way too long. Though you may be uncomfortable, you know, just consider and- that the 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 systems, the 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 laws in Georgia mm-hmm. helped create yes. this. It was meant. That you don't you're kidding yourself if you think that this law was to help all people not break right. the law. This law was meant to stop black mm-hmm. people. Yeah. <laughs> um, period. And it's meant to be oppressive. And it's meant for people to to bend and twist mm-hmm. and do whatever they want. And that is exactly what happened here. Right. No matter what you say at the end of the day, a black man is dead by two hillbillies. Yeah. So put that in your pipe and smoke it, marinate on it. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I think it's it's think worth it. just uh, pointing out that it is uncomfortable. And I think that it's going to be, I mean, it's uncomfortable to talk about. It's uncomfortable to read about in the news, but that's okay. And I mean, yeah. we need to stress a lot that white people need to speak up when things like this happen. Yeah. Um, because we we are in a position of needing, as Christians and as human beings needing to support our fellow humans and like yeah. to seek um, a, a life of equality and to seek a, a life of respect. And, you know, yeah. it's not going to happen if we don't, if we don't speak up, if we don't have the conversations, silence is perhaps one of the worst things that you can do in situations like this. Yeah. Um, and yeah. it's, I, I mean, I, I am guilty of this in past years of my life of being so uncomfortable uh, and not and wanting yeah. to support my my friends and my community members, but, but with, afraid to say the wrong yeah, thing. Yeah, but afraid to say the wrong thing or afraid to yeah. like have the uncomfortable conversations. Um, and yeah. that I wasn't doing any anyone any favors by doing that. Yeah, you know what else doesn't do anything anyone hmm. any favors is social media it's true oh it's (laughs) It's, so true it's insane (laughs) it's insane so uh social media it's the other thing that is just it's killing me right now and uh, again people rightfully get outraged but often don't know don't have a place 
to uh, focus that mm -hmm. rage into a workable solution. So what do they do? They post, they click, yep. you know, they send out thoughts and prayers and then put up some clever meme or some dumb mm -hmm. thing, you know? Um, so lots of people get their opposable thumbs, muscles working and um, start virtue signaling. And, and uh, then it becomes less about the tragedy itself mm -hmm. and more about how you feel about the tragedy. Right? It calls attention to yourself mm -hmm. when you, all you start doing is running and posting 2.23 miles and all that dumb stuff. Um, sorry for offending you if you ran it and think that you made a difference. Um, uh, but it really does like shine a light on you and not on the tragedy. Mm -hmm. And it becomes less, again, it becomes less about the tragedy when you post your picture of yourself running 2.23 miles after or before at your best angle <laughs> but you gotta make sure you get all that you know you get your love handles sort of tucked mm -hmm. in and you get the filter just right and you, you know you make sure the love handles are as small as possible we get a lower angle to make sure your butt looks big <laughs> you know oh man the pictures are just like are you kidding yeah. me there's a lot of them me? so yeah the bottom line is look the the McMichaels is <laughs> the the hillbilly murderers are a product of racist ideologies that believe that they are mentally and morally superior. Mm -hmm. uh, the, they believe that they are entitled to this country's bounty mm -hmm. more than others, that people who they categorize as other three fifths a human and these beliefs have been passed down from their daddy and their daddy's daddy and their daddy's daddy's daddy. Mm -hmm. And those people are blissfully unaware that uh, they are conditioned to twist facts. Again, like I said before, to twist facts to suit uh, their beliefs rather than the opposite. Yes. So they believe through generations of tribalism that they are entitled and superior in every way. But we think y'all y'all think y'all can stop all of that with a hashtag and some running photos <laughs> think about that what i just said it has to be weeded out root and stem mm -hmm. root and stem and i take that from uh uh someone i talked to earlier this week about it he said that phrase uh, it resonated yeah. with me racism and tribalism and whiteism and right superiority supremacy all that has to be rooted out it has to be taken out root and stem you can't take one without the other it cannot be done with a hashtag you can't just prune it the has edges to be done systemically can't prune the edges hashtags prune edges so i understand the rage and that you need to do something about it and i i respect what people have been doing but who knows what should be done, I think, is that we need practical, systemic solutions. And if you are not on board um, with any of that, let the adults in the room talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll handle yep. it. We Heaven help us. We'll help be a part of the solution. How yeah, about you? Let's do it. You know? So here's what I want you to do, if you're listening. Uh, stop hashtagging. <laughs> stop running and all that cute, nonsense, that cute stop stop it stop it <laughs> it's time for adulting number one i want you what i want you to do is vote yes i'm not talking about for president i'm talking about for your state legislators 
I'm talking about your judges, your attorneys generals, your district attorneys, if that counts. Vote on the front of the ballot. Vote on the back of the ballot. Smack it up, flip it, rub it down with votes. Show up for your local elections. Yeah, show up for your local elections. Vote or shut the F up. I don't want to hear anything else. And then if something happens, then start worrying about other things. But uh, when you don't vote, when you leave it, when you leave it to people like the good old boys network, they have and they are just as complicit as the rest of these racist clowns. Okay, so next you need to donate to organizations like Color of Change and the NAACP Legal Defense Fund. Mm-hmm. Next, you need to call your congressman yes. and demand change, demand, I don't know, reparations, demand justice, demand white people, re, re, demand white people re-education camps. I don't know. <laughs> demand something. You know, if we need, demand something, make a demand for change. I mean, our representatives uh, are supposed to re- represent us and we're supposed to have a voice in what our representatives do. So if you care about yeah. what what these issues are, if you care about confronting racism, then pick up the phone or write an email and contact your representative. Yeah. So that's so what she says is awesome because that's how we change things. Again, I, it, it plays a long game, but but it's a long mm-hmm. game. So again, from a believer's perspective and a church perspective, sit down, be humble, as in the words of our best poet in america now kendrick lamar (laughs) ask god to reveal and heal you of any bias knowingly or unknowingly that you may Mm -hmm. have then we have churches come together white ones come together and vow to destroy this heinous sin that we have and that's how we'll fix it also make a black friend Yes. Not the kind that you work with or play basketball with on Thursday <laughs> nights. I mean, a real one that you can invite to your house. I've seen hillbillies who are very good at this, and I've seen liberal white people who have literally no black friends. Yep. So make a black friend. So, um, and that's all I have to say about that. Um, we're, we're running really long. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that we are at a good place to uh, continue the conversation another time. Please, guys, um, follow us, subscribe, share, give us a review in whatever app you use. Um, Dialogue with us. Uh, Do it. Do it. We want to hear your words and we want to hear your thoughts and opinions. And we want to dialogue with you because this is a conversation, not just us yelling through the microphone. But do all those things I just said. And we look forward to having more of these really hard conversations. I don't look forward to it, having these hard conversations. Um, What about you? Yes. (laughs) I I mean, I don't know if looking forward to it is the right word, but uh, I I am open. And willing to yeah. continue the uncomfortable conversations because it's necessary. We actually had a lot more to talk about, but we actually had to cut it out because we're running very, very long. Do all those things like subscribe, share, and do all those things. And we will see you next time on Heaven Help Us. <laughs>